morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time of the day it is that you're listening to this. My name is Yvette Wanzu and welcome back to the Walking with Wanzu podcast. How are you? How have you been? Has life been kind to you? It's been treating you good? Tough times? I'm sending you love and hugs nonetheless. Welcome back to the podcast. Enjoy listening. Hi guys, happy International Women History Month, okay? That's what March is, and I have loved March. I love March because I have seen people highlight so much about women. I have learned so much that I did not know. I have seen causes close to my heart being pushed. I've seen um, amazing conversations that need to be had, that have been had, and I just, you know, I just love it. Like, we live in a world where women are are now you know just rising up taking up their space taking back their power owning what they need to own and i love to see it and i love that i'm 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 alive to see this age and to see what's becoming of us as women so i want us to have a conversation that we cannot go through women's history month without having and that's the period conversation you can call it the period conversation you can call it uh, the conversation on menstruation you can you know just whatever whatever rocks your boat as long as you understand what it is that i'm talking about now we all have our stories about how our period started, um, the experience that we had leading up to it, and even as we just navigated now going through the first few months of having your first period and settling in and knowing what to do, knowing how your body works and things like that. I first had the period conversation with my mom when I was really young because I grew up in a very liberal home, right? So I would constantly see sanitary towels. I would see... um. Maybe when you're, you know how when your mom is prepping to go into the shower, maybe she's getting ready to go for work or even she's just chilling at home. She'll put the clothes that she wants to put on or lay them out on the bed. And then of course, she'll put her underwear there. And if she's on her period, then she'll put her pad or her tampon there. And so, you know, ask, asking was something that was very common for, for me growing up. You know, I'd ask mom, what is this? And she'll tell you that's, that's a pad. That's what you use when you're on your period. What is your period? She, you know, she'll, she was happy to explain. She'll tell me, um, of course, according to the age I was, um, and according to my understanding at the time, she would happily explain it. And of course, the explanation evolved over time until I could fully understand what a period is. And then when I was in class six, that's when we learned about the female reproductive system and how it works and how you get your period. And so by the time I was in class six, I was fully empowered and fully equipped. I remember my mom had gotten me my very first lotion. She, she had gotten me some roll-on. She, she, you know, she was like treating me like a little lady now and she was telling me you know now um you're going to start taking showers in the morning you know um when you wake up in the morning you take a shower change your underwear like she was just prepping me to be you know like a beautiful independent um blossoming young girl and then so I first got my period when I was 14 and I remember this so well because I was sleeping at night my mom had traveled for work and I was home alone and I was sleeping at work at night and I just felt like a very painful sensation around my abdomen right it was painful and then the previous day I had this headache that would not let up I I, I remember taking painkillers I remember just feeling also like my vibe was really off like I was low um 
but I didn't know what was going on with me. And so I, I was just getting on with my day. And then at night, now is when, when I was sleeping, I was having um, those painful cramps and I was just feeling so uncomfortable, but I didn't know what was going on. And then because I didn't wake up to go to the loo at night, it's only till in the morning that when I woke up, I saw that I had stained my pajamas, I had stained the sheets. So my period had come. And because I was fully equipped, all I did was I woke up, I got up, I put on my, my pad, I washed whatever it was that I had soiled and stained, and then I just went on with the day. And then as I, because my I, I have very painful cramps, and so as the day progressed, I remember that, oh, mom normally takes painkillers when she's having cramps. So I just went and got some paracetamol, and I was good to go. So that's 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 how I started my period. Um, nothing too crazy, nothing too insane. Um, and so this, I want us to to lead into the second part of the conversation, which is period shaming. I don't know why. I don't know why this is so triggering to me. And I realize that I have the privilege of growing up in a very liberal home, but I'm also not. Um, I also don't want to act like I'm not aware of the fact that not many people have that privilege and some people have parents, maybe because of the upbringing of their parents as well, who are very uncomfortable talking about normal bodily functions, things like the period, things like sex, things like, like it's not in every household that people speak openly about these issues. And so that brings about a lot of shame around the period, right? Um, I've had friends who tell me things like, you know, you're considered unclean when you're having your period. You, your mom, um, because, you know, she's a female in the family. And so she's the only one who can maybe relate to you in, in matters your period is always very aggressive and sounds very angry when she's giving you instructions around your period. When you go to the toilet, you need to check. No one wants to see your blood. No, one, you know, and it, it, it always comes off very aggressive and, and it's not gentle. Um, I think my first instance of period shaming that I would say I, I saw was a few of my friends and even family who would tell me of experiences where when they were in school, they stained their dresses. Because, of course, this is your first time putting on a sanitary towel, if that's what you're using, because that's what a lot of young girls use. And, like, you don't know how to act. So maybe you could sit and you have a slip-up and you stain your dress or you stain your skirt or you stain your uniform, in short. And I, I had stories of people who are very close to me telling me things like the teachers were so mean to me. They were telling me, Kwani, you don't know how to act. Kwani, you're the first one to have your period. Why are you always staining your dress? Instead of coming through from a point of compassion and trying to find out, is, is this, this, this girl's flow a bit too heavy than what she was anticipating? Is she using the right kind of sanitary towel for the kind of flow that she's having? And I think we just need to approach um, people, the period conversation from a very also em empathetic and understanding point of view. Um, for the longest time as women, we've always been expected to, that's what you're dealing with. Just keep it moving. Women are strong. Women are the backbone of society. Women don't flinch. Women are, and, and we really glorify, we really glorify pain and, and getting, you know, empowering through pain. Like it's a good thing. Like there's a crown, like there's a, there's a token and a gift at the end. But this is me telling you that there's so much uncertainty and and an awareness by the time you get to master um 
how your body works. So what are some of the warning signs for when you're ovulating? What are some of the warning signs for your period? What do your cramps look like? What, what's the intensity of the pain? By the time you can master all that about your body, you, the last thing you need is people shaming you about a normal bodily function. So um, having spoken about the small, small instances that we have around period shaming, I would, I would like us to see how is it that we can support, okay? Because it's one thing to say, this is a problem, this is what we go through, this is how we feel, this is how we experience it. How can we be supported? I think being understanding to those around you. Um, personally, I know that I have PMDD, which is premenstrual dysphoric disorder. And this happens, usually happens 10 to 14 days before your period. It's like a very... It's like a very aggressive form of depression, right? So you find yourself in a depressive state where you're unhappy, you're sad. And sometimes in very extreme cases, the person with PMDD can even have suicidal thoughts. Now, how I noticed that I had this was I noticed that during the time when I was dating, 10 or 14 weeks before my period, I would always be out here picking fights with my partner. It would always be one thing, this, that, or the other. And then now over time, I started to notice that it was a pattern. So it's 10 or 14 days to my period. When my period comes, I'm good. After that, I'm good. And then the cycle continues again. So I caught on it. And when I caught on it, I did my research. And I started finding small, small ways to be able to deal with it, to self-soothe, um, to try and see how how best I can handle and 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 go through life when I'm in that period, okay? So how we can support people is just by trying to be understanding, man. Um, if someone is in pain, you know, ask them, are you okay? Have you taken painkillers? Some of us, even in 2023, and with the way life is right now, I mean, everything is off the roof. Prices of co basic commodities are really skyrocketing, right? Sometimes someone is just moody because they're on their period and they don't even have enough sanitary towels or they don't even have sanitary towels a lot. And this brings me to the conversation on period poverty. It's, it's um, there are households that have to have a conversation between do we buy, do we buy maize flour or do we buy your sanitary towels? Do we buy food today or do we get you your sanitary towels like people are having to pick between very basic um things that they need to be able to function and see what they can prioritize over the other and so period poverty is real and it's even considered a privilege which is so sad to say that a normal household that can afford to buy basic food and even buy um, toiletries and buy sanitary towels is quite a privileged household, right? And sometimes we are very, we're not conscious of, 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 of how much um, privileged we can be just because of getting such basic things. And there are people out here, um, I've seen statistics and even just stories going out that is incredibly heartbreaking of people, of young girls who even got pregnant trying to find money to buy sanitary towels. Okay, so if you're in a household where I mean it's not it's not doing the best, maybe you're living under a dollar a day. That's not a household that you expect for them to be able to prioritize buying sanitary towels. So these girls often feel the need to go out and try and get you know get it from somewhere else, and they can find their, themselves in very compromising and dangerous situations. So if you're in a situation where you can give back, you know, try and contribute. 
and and usually i don't know why we're always looking out to these big big causes sometimes it's just the people around you sometimes it's that neighbor sometimes it's that person that you it's that family that you see on your way to school or on your way to work sometimes it's it's your it's your workmate okay sometimes it's your classmate it's your schoolmate it's the people around you who are struggling but you're choosing to be oblivious to that and go out and start looking for big big organizations charitable organizations to contribute to please look around you um identify girls that you can help and you can support just buying a pack of sanitary towels can make such a huge difference in some people's lives i mean when you're especially if you have a painful period like when you're cramping and you're not at your best and your moods are all over the place just the simple act of someone getting you enough sanitary towels can really change the game for you and this is not only limited to men okay i want it to women absolutely men can also do it um at my previous workplace uh, in the month of march we we had endeavored to support a particular community by buying sanitary towels and it was so good for me to see the men coming on board and because i was the, the person spearheading this particular initiative i you know i reached out to the men and i told them even if you feel uncomfortable going out because i was very clear that i didn't want cash donations i wanted people themselves to come in with the sanitary towels so i I told the men if you're feeling uncomfortable about you know going into the store and buying the sanitary towel and I'm happy I'm happy to take the money and go and buy and show it to you and we just we just support and the men around you I don't think I think people could use support especially if it's your significant other make her a nice meal you know give her some hugs reassure her it's a bit of a tricky time and I know sometimes when we talk about how it is like when you when girls are on their period sometimes it can come across because it's something it's not something that like men experience it can come across exaggerated and you don't kind of understand it but trying to understand and trying to be there and to be helpful and to be supportive during that time is is really quite something so um what is the way forward what is the way forward women can we just change the narrative can we stop being blind to conversations that we need to have with our daughters with our nieces with our nephews and with small girls around us let's empower our girls let's talk to them let's have the period conversation early enough let them know and be comfortable knowing that it's a normal bodily function and it happens you know and can we be more accommodating and more um receptive to people when they have accidents you know when they stain their clothes let's not look at it from a point of shame or cringe let's just support i think the theme of everything that i'm trying to talk as we go through the period to talk about as we go through the period conversation is just coming from a place of wanting to know more if you're ignorant about certain things that happen during um the menstrual kind of conversation the menstrual experience or the menstrual conversation please empower yourself get as much knowledge as you can and support and just be easy about it you see the way you the way you you get a cold the way you breathe in and breathe out the menstruation is just that it's a normal bodily function that happens every month for some women and also not every month for some women and also women can we be 
like, like take your power okay on 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 your body um know your body study your body see how it works and i would like to say even as i bring this conversation to a close that i would really like a lot more awareness to be done around period shaming around inaccessibility inaccessibility to sanitary towels and around PMDD. It's something that a lot of women suffer from, but they don't know. Um, a lot of the time we, we share that conversation by saying things like, you know, I'm PMSing, you know, I'm feeling moody. My period is probably around the corner. But some, for some people, it's not just feeling moody. For some people, it goes way above and beyond that. So it's the mood swings, it's the suicidal thoughts, it's feeling like you're done with life. And then after your period comes, you're good. And then you go through that cycle again. And it can be a lot and it can be overwhelming. And I had someone say this and I feel like I'll echo their sentiments as well. As women, it always feels like your body is preparing for a period or you're recovering for, from a period. And with all that in mind, you're still going through normal life functions. You still need to be a mom, a sister, a worker. And you still need to perform at optimum. So extend yourself some grace. Extend yourself some grace. Do small, small things that give you joy, that excite you. If you like ice cream, if ice cream suits you, if you need to take a nap, if you need to rest, if you need to take time out, just um, extend yourself a lot of grace. Take care of yourself and be gracious to yourself. The period conversation can never end. I just hope that we are open to having it um, in our families, in our homes, and in our community. And just know that there's some, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with having this conversation. And let's be supportive as much as we can. Yay! Happy Women Histories, Women's History Month. If you're if you have a lady around you or a family or a young girl that you feel that you can support, please feel free during this month, even as we bring the month to a close, to donate a pack of sanitary towels, either to a cause that you know that is doing that, that is gathering sanitary towels and donating them to people in need, or identify someone around you in your community, around you in your workplace, at school or at home that would that would not be privileged enough to be able to afford a pack of sanitary towels or that you can just, you know, you can add to their stash and it would be, it would be a welcome thing that a welcome gesture that they would appreciate. Please do that. I will see you on the next one. I'm sending you love and light and all of God's blessings. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode and being part of my journey. I would love to hear from you. Find me on Instagram at Yvette Wanzu. Find me on Gmail at tewanzu at gmail.com. Feel free to write to me so that we can interact and get to know each other a little bit better. Thank you so much for being part of my journey and for walking with me and doing this thing called life with me. See, we just do life together. Ama, have a good one. Sending you love and light and I will see you on the next one. Bye.